Welcome to the Courage Queen Podcast. I'm your host, Justine Wenzel, entrepreneur, glam girl, and karaoke enthusiast. For over 10 years, I've been teaching women how to become more courageous by pressing into fear so they can step into their purpose. Whether it's me at the microphone solo or I'm sharing the stage with incredible guests, I'm committed to bringing you the best while sharing the truth that will set us all free. Time to wake up and stop giving fear all the power. I'm bringing tangible tips for more peace and authenticity while simultaneously giving you an ab workout as we weave in comedic flair. So buckle up because it's time to live your best life. Hey guys, it is the Courage Queen podcast. Welcome back for another episode. It's just been so great getting to know so many of you reaching out to me on social. We're connecting and I'm making so many great new friends and hearing your stories and it's just been really exciting and it's been a huge blessing. So thank you for following along in this journey. So all week I was trying to prepare for this episode and really trying to figure out like what do we need to talk about right now? And normally I'm kind of like, okay, God, put something on my heart. A lot of times when I ask this, it tends to be topics that I have just recently gone through or am also navigating. So then that way we can just grow together. And I love being able to create this transparent space where we can just get real with ourselves and really stretch and grow in these areas. So this week's topic is when you're not where you want to be. Oh, this one hits home for me so many times. We all have those moments in time where we just get shocked kind of back into reality. And we realize that what we always said was going to be someday is now. It's in the moment that you're in. You know, it's something that you look forward to all those years ago when you were planning out your life. It tends to be that birthdays (laughs) provide fresh reminders of these moments in time. And, you know, like I said, the ones that we envision us having all of the things that we've ever wanted, somehow it never seems to meet our expectations. So my question is, could it be that we're trained to plan our some days in a particular and specific way that fits society's view or fits other people's views? Like, is this just downloaded into our brains because of like how we grew up? Like, where does that actually come from? Is it from movies? Is it from storybooks we're reading? Like, I'm just curious, you know, are we setting ourselves up for defeat long before someday is in our present moment? So, you know, I look back at my life and (laughs) up until this point, I reflect on so many moments where I said or thought something along the lines of, is this it? Or maybe something like, you know, is there something wrong with me? Why does it always happen for other people? And why, why can't it happen for me? Like, why do I feel like I'm so far behind? Or why do I feel like I'm living Groundhog Day? Like, will I ever get out of a cycle of, um, just trying to figure out my life and feel really confident about it. And when I was growing up personally, I struggled a lot in school. You know, I vividly remember studying for exams, a ridiculous amount of hours, only to get about a 75 to an 80 on one of the tests or many of the tests in my case. I was surrounded by people who, to me, it appeared could study and prepare way less and outscore me Every single time, whether they were in honors classes, whether they were getting like 90, 98 to 100% grades across the board. 
And I think it was because I was in a cycle of learning to memorize that I wasn't actually committed to learning the material because it was not of interest to me. And I just never personally thought that I was very intelligent. I think it's actually just a lie that I've told myself my entire life because I struggled. I was really convinced that learning was hard, that I was a slow learner, and that I just knew that I constantly questioned like why nothing would stick in my brain. You know, I went to college and I started studying um, different avenues of things I had interest in. And then what I realized was my grades started to improve and my focus, I noticed in certain areas became way more hyper-focused and clear. And it was something that I had never felt before, to be honest with you. I was so excited because when I saw myself in roles where people would compliment me for doing something well, or just say, hey, you're really good at this, or wow, you really you really crushed this you know, assignment, or you crushed this um, you know, job, I would be so excited because I had never had many compliments in my entire academic career. And so that was just not an avenue where I was used to coming up on top. If anything, I literally felt like I was like at the bottom of the bowl. So I truly felt grateful that as I got older, I realized that entrepreneurship was a thing that I could pursue. It really interested me because I think my ADD brain, which is still undiagnosed at this point, but it did allow me to hyper-focus and learn things with incredible detail that I had interest in outside of the traditional classroom. And so as I got older, you know, I noticed that I did have talents. I hopefully started to believe that I was smart but in kind of a different way than I was taught to idolize. But most of our 20s, you know, as you know, if you've obviously been through your 20s, maybe you're in your 20s now, maybe you're coming out of it, it was a wild ride, like really struggling to find your path and feel secure in it. I think a lot of people experience this, but they don't really vocalize it. But for me, like my 20s and now I'm 31, so what I thought was going to be the roller coaster of emotions of discovery and trying to find myself and really get confident. Like I thought that that would just pretty much start to go away like towards the end of my 20s. And it turns out it's just continuing into my into my 30s. Let's hope that I'm learning a little bit more each year. But I've tried to understand the timeline of my life and looking forward towards what could be next. I'm very much a future thinker, but for me, it's always been hard to just kind of relax and try to also be in the present. So even like the thought of me getting to the end of my 20s and going into my 30s and thinking like, oh yeah, I've got it figured out now. Like, yeah, okay. You know, I remember turning 30 and saying like, yes, I'm so excited. I'm leaving all this like icky stuff behind. I'm leaving like the high school with what seemed to feel like the high school drama and the craziness of friendships and and all of what that entailed and all these transitions and hard growth. And I remember literally vocalizing, these are going to be the best years of my life. I'm so excited to leave all this behind. I mean, what in the world was I even thinking? Like, why did I actually even think the learning would stop, the hard times would stop, the disagreements, the life? It didn't stop. I just had a little bit more wisdom, maturity, boundaries, self-love, started going to therapy. (laughs) I had all these different skills like in my tool belt that I could now take on all of those things, probably a lot more prepared and a lot better and in a lot more healthier ways that I had done in previous years. So, you know, (laughs) one of my favorite pastimes is crying in my car. And although I don't cry as much anymore, like 
well, who am I kidding? I cry like two or three times a week. Sometimes you have to throw a pity party and like you blow up the balloons, you get the paper plates out and you're like ready to set up the drink station and then you realize like no one is coming. So you have to cancel it. And, you know, I'm all for a little come apart and a good cry, but it's got to have like a time limit because I truly believe that strong women don't play victim. They stand and deal. And so I had to really learn as I was going through so many of these hard times of constantly questioning and like it it was like clockwork where it would just come up randomly where I'd be questioning like, am I doing this right? Am I supposed, you know, it's kind of like that Instagram um, like meme or video reel that people were using that was like, are we supposed to know what we're doing? Like that was literally like, there's nothing that has been more true that I have seen out in the world. So, you know we're all kind of in this mode. And I realized so many times as I'm talking to people that this is not a unique experience. You know, I'm 31 years old and I've worked as an entrepreneur for over 10 years and I'm going to be very transparent. I had plans at the age of 18 that I was going to earn a pink Cadillac and become a national sales director with my company like a long time ago. You know, maybe even bring home a possible kid when I was way older in said pink Cadillac. And I really envision myself having the freedom and flexibility to work from home and be in a financial place where I could have my cake and eat it too, because I had grown up and seen people either have one or the other. And I got the to experience my mom having both. And so obviously that was where I set my goal towards. And, you know, my mom never, never had to miss those moments. So obviously, you know, the purpose that I feel for me that I want to be a work from home mom specifically if I decide to have children one day. Um, I was really looking um, forward to that. Like someday, again, seemed like it was so far away. Flash forward to like 31 years old now. Anybody else looking around being like, oh my gosh, I was graduating high school yesterday. Like where the heck did the time go? And I think that we all just realize that time moves so quickly right? And people just don't tell you about these things. Like they don't tell you that most days you're not going to know what you're doing, that you're going to feel lost a lot of the time, that you're going to feel stuck in transition. You're going to be full of fear. You know, you're going to wonder when it's your turn. You're going to be watching someone else's highlight reel, wondering where you misstepped and wishing that you could just like transplant yourself into it. And I guess that that's just what being human is. You know, the older you get, you're learning more. You realize that we need each other. We need a strong pillar of faith to weather these storms. We need community. We need God. And it's so much soul searching and growth recently. I've come to see my life and the way that I've lived it and my chosen way that I've reacted to my own pain really was blocking me from thriving and being able to really move forward in certain areas of my life. So this obsession with us having to grasp onto every single area of our life for control is something that feels all too real to, I think, way too many people that we don't want to admit. Like, why is it so hard to just let go and let God? I'm going to bring you into my growth journey with full transparency to show you that you're normal for feeling the way that you're feeling. I wish someone had told me that, you know, whether it's waiting for a job that you love, waiting for the right opportunity while you sit at a job you have no passion for, and maybe rejection letters or the stress of a workload have become your new normal. Whether you're 
wanting to expand your family and grow your family and it's just not happening, if you're hitting roadblocks, if you suffered a miscarriage, whether you thought you would be so much farther along in your career at this point in your life, this many years later, maybe you thought all those months focusing on your health and doing what looked and seemed like all the right things and you thought you would yield faster results and it just seems like your weight won't budge and it seems like everywhere you turn around like somebody's in better shape or they lose the baby weight or you know whatever it is maybe it's at this point you thought you would have better friendships and more tight-knit relationships like you always envisioned on friends the tv show or maybe you're single and questioning if your person is out there like where are they and I think we need to acknowledge that this feeling, and it's kind of this mutual feeling, but we're, own, we're all having our own experience. I just want to acknowledge that this feeling sucks. Yeah, I said it. I said it because so many people won't. So instead of saying like, just be patient, your time is coming. Like, even if that's true, I'm going to tell you what you want to hear for a second. Like, this sucks. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry you're doubting yourself. I'm sorry you're questioning who you are and your path. And I know firsthand how difficult it is to hold all that together and just hope that maybe you'll have more clarity. But that's got to be intentional. So I'm going to share with you a few tips of specific questions I've been asking myself. You guys know I'm a big journaler if you don't know already. But here's what I have found to help shift my thinking because I wouldn't be the courage queen if I didn't stretch you to become better in the exact same way that I'm stretching myself to be better. And if you're here for it, like, let's dive into it. So I had to ask myself, what is working for me in my life right now? Asking yourself that question doesn't mean that you're becoming complacent or that you can't still work towards your goal, but rather it's a starting point of giving you a fresh positive outlook on your life when maybe you're stuck in a place where all you can think is negative and destruction and it's falling apart. You know, we talk about it all the time, but what you focus on expands. So I had to decide that I was going to make a list of what behaviors and the efforts that I'm doing right now are working. Like what is actually working that I'm doing? And what I came up with for myself is what I'm doing that's working is I'm trying to connect with people and I'm really making an authentic connection with the clients I'm reaching out to and the people that I'm taking time to connect with. One of the things I realized I was not doing though was I was not putting myself in places where I had good energy and I was doing the right activities, but just not enough of those activities. So I had to own what was not working. And in my case, the constant complaining that I was starting to get into about not liking where I was at, you know, the the no change in work-related behavior to warrant a different result (laughs) would be a good one. And if, I would, if I'm really going to be honest, the self-care habits were slipping for a time period. Like as I wallowed in self-doubt and the lack of motivation, it just seemed like everything fell into the pit with it. Like, you know, wasn't sleeping as well, wasn't focusing on nutrition as much, like, you know, started skipping the gym and saying that I just had too much to do and like getting into busyness. You ask yourself, and I asked myself this, what is one thing I can practice not doing? And how can I transfer that energy that I was giving to the thing that is obviously not working because if nothing changes, nothing changes. So I was putting energy to things that were not working and I had to 
kind of isolate and speak out what those things were. So I just picked one because I didn't want to get totally overwhelmed. And I said, what can I replace it with? So, you know, anytime I felt like complaining, like for me, just for example, anytime I felt like complaining or feeling bad about myself and I wanted to like have a pity party, I would literally almost act as if I was grabbing my own face and like shaking myself. And I would just say, just stop, get over yourself and move on because these moments are not getting you any closer. They're not helping your cause. You're just going to continue like complaining is going to equal more complaining. So I would intentionally choose to make one, one positive effort that I knew had more chances of snowballing into something good rather than snowballing out of control into something bad. In order to prove to ourselves that even though we aren't exactly where we dream of being, you have to remember that you're making progress. And I think for me, like I needed to see what actual process I could write on paper. So I encourage you to ask yourself, this really eye-opening question. What do I know now that I didn't know a year ago? And let yourself take time to contemplate on how far you've come. Like sit actually down and write for about 10, 15 minutes. Like list all the things that you know today that you did not know a year ago. And honestly, like when do we give ourselves opportunity to even do that? Like if we actually did that, we would realize how far we've actually come. But we don't even you know, look at that because even though they're not necessarily accomplishments, they're rather like lessons that we've learned, obviously. This is another form of deepening our perspective and shifting. And we're starting the process of accepting that you have accomplished things by learning and growing within this last year, usually way more than you give yourself credit for. And I realized so much that just taking this well-needed time I was so unwilling to face the truth that I was not paying attention to those moments and those opportunities where my work and my wisdom didn't scale on paper. So just because, you know, we learned a lot over this time frame doesn't mean it's automatically and immediately going to translate to results and success. Like you've got to build consistency and you got to get your mind right. And then the next thing is like you got to go back to writing and speaking out what you're grateful for. Because here's the thing, if you're someone who lives in the future all the time of like, I don't have this, or you're somebody who lives in the past of like, this is the lack, or this is what I missed out on, or this is the mistake I made. Being grateful every day as soon as you wake up and journaling it or speaking it out, when you're practicing gratitude, it's bringing your attention back into the present moment, which we shift in and out of so quickly, we don't even realize it. It's the only place where we can find that true inner peace. So to say you don't have control over your mind is a lie. We do. And as my husband would say, it's a daily battle of what he calls the wave theory. And he's totally going to crack up when he hears this because we were talking about this the other night. And this is something that he claims he came up with. I'll let him have it. (laughs) You know, every day you are getting smacked in the face with waves. If you choose to get in the water, it's a, it's a battle every day. You're getting smacked in the face with those waves, but there are people that will only be sitting on the sea and watching the waves that will choose not to get in the water, but you have to actually be in the water if you're going to ride the wave. And when do you ride the wave? It's at the right time when you have the right tools and you're prepared. Like you're not just going to go do something 
without being prepared, you're going to fall right on your face, right? So how do you know that God isn't preparing you to be able to even handle the platform that he wants you to have or handle the relationship? You're going, you won't even attract the right person because you still have work to do. Maybe he's still preparing that person. So ultimately, the secret to being okay with not being where you're at in your life is changing your mindset. It sounds so silly because like, oh, I just like literally want to go sit on a step like I'm a little kid, like having a tantrum and like cross my arms and be like, no, I'm not willing to do it. Like, no. But when we change our mindset, we change ourselves, everything else changes. So I've had to decide so many times over and over again that I was going to make this a game like most things in my life. And whenever I have moments when I feel like this, I just try to put myself in the best place to succeed. Like I have to up my response time. I have to feel the feeling, accept it, give myself like a little virtual hug to myself. And I have to proceed on it in the best way that I know I can in the moment that's going to help my future self thank me. Now, of course, you know, always for me, it's a truth bomb moment and I want to invite you into that. <laughs> so, you know, if I could go back in time and have a conversation with myself when I wasn't happy and when I wasn't in a good place, which was pretty recently, <laughs> you know, let's look at the facts. How much time did I put into my business this week? How many customers did I touch? And for me, that's like connecting face-to-face or virtual, like actually have some type of deep conversation with. You know, how many income-producing activities did I actually do or was I intentional about the activities I was doing that were going to yield results? You know, so how intentional was I in additionally the supporting activities that are going to allow me to even be in a place where I can be my best self? So that's going back to like sleep, workouts, personal development, water, nutrition, quiet time, prayer, like you name it. Like what are the supporting activities that allow you to even show up as your best? Let's ask ourselves that. You know, we're afraid to ask ourselves these questions because deep down we already know the answer. It's not that we don't know what to do most times. It's that mentally there's a block. We don't know how to push through it because we're relying on how we've gotten through it in the past, which uh, truth bomb, we haven't gotten through it in the past, which is obviously why we're still here right now. So how many times does God have to put us in situations to see if like we've gotten it yet? Ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like you're working in this particular area in your life with intention to reach your full potential. Like if you had to score yourself one to 10, 10 being you are working at the top of your full potential in that given area or in your life's mission or purpose, where would you rank yourself? I would bet to say that if you had to ask yourself that, that you would probably rank yourself somewhere in the middle because we all know that we're probably not working at our highest capacity and potential. Maybe even some of you scored a two or three. Ah, it's a hard truth to be able to like actually admit it. So we have to get in the right space in our heads you know our heart of hearts and we have to get control over the head stuff so we can learn how to push through and be mentally strong we ask ourselves if we're truly capable of doing what's required and then we doubt that we can like what why do we do that why do i not think that i'm capable of living a successful life why don't i think i'm capable of it 
<laughs> you know, have you ever faced that question head on? Because when I asked myself, my response literally was pathetic. I mean, it was lies I told myself about when I was younger. It was like the same stuff as far as school. Like, I'm not good enough, you know, because I've never done it before. Yeah, well, so what? You know, none of it was a legitimate reason. It was all made up things that I convinced myself to believe. It was made up lies. It was none of it was fact. So when you discover this, this is where you start to understand who you truly are. And lastly, we need to trust God's timing. And it says in Ecclesiastes 3.1, there's a time and a season for everything in life. If you're not where you want to be, it's not your time yet. But hold on to this truth. You may not be where you want to be, but you are where God wants you to be. You're not lost, nor are you falling behind. You're exactly where you should be. All right, friends, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, would you send it to a friend who could be encouraged or share it on social and tag me so I could personally thank you for sharing the sweet sauce. For more episodes, check out and subscribe to Courage Queen Podcast, where we share fresh perspectives and stories for people who have the guts to be vulnerable and grow through what they go through. You can also join the conversation on Instagram at Courage Queen Pod. As always, thanks for being here. Courage starts with showing up.